toy man. What is a toy man? If I was the man I was five years ago, I'd buy all these toys. I don't think I've ever seen Scent of a Woman. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the inaugural episode of a brand new podcast called Toy Trauma. Toy Trauma! I'm your co-host, Chris. And I'm John. Welcome. We're going to talk all about toys, obviously. The trauma induced upon us, uh, both in childhood and adulthood, by collecting toys. Oh, I hadn't even considered the childhood trauma angle, but that's definitely real. Oh, it's it's all that's related. totally real. It all comes into, into play. <laughs> We've... um. We've been around for a bit. We've in various incarnations. We did a Facebook live show for about uh, nine episodes, maybe eight or nine. Off and on for about fifteen years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> through the pandemic, which seemed like fifteen years. Oh, twenty years. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to go um, too short. And we've this isn't our so this isn't our first time getting together chronologically at all, but this is the first episode of what we're gonna call toy trauma so like we you and me we get together at usually at least once a week to like hang out shoot the shit talk about nothing in particular complain about the things that bother us mostly and, toys and it's toys it's toys. mostly toys yeah uh we both collect toys um aggressively is is maybe the term that we could I think put. aggressively is a fair term. Or obsessively. Uh maybe you more so aggressively than I, but yeah, obsessively, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's like so many of our discussions come back to well, you know, this thing really upset me and pissed me off, but of course I bought it or you know, and it's it's actually pretty cool and so uh, Chris or I love this thing. Have you gotten this yet? Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's like uh, so many of the times it's like us consoling each other for how how a yeah. sad something made us and then how excited it was so a trauma felt like a really good uh name for the podcast you're welcome yeah you, it was totally you it was absolutely <laughs> and i i appreciate it <laughs> so uh let me give you a quick rundown of what's gonna go on in the show today john and i are gonna give you uh our favorite recent pickups our favorite recent toys that we've bought We'll do a little bit of news, and then we'll have a main topic we'll go into for each episode. This episode happens to be the cost of collecting. Oh, no. It feels like the right topic to start with, too, because that is... Uh, if you've ever heard us talk about toys before, that is such a... Like, that is at the, the core of all the resentment because if and we frustration. Had, if we had no restrictions, we would all live in houses made of plastic figurines and toy you know like how would be hmm. it and then maybe that's not a good thing all right so let's get into our recent pickups what what did you get recently that uh, has really tickled your asshole here so my butt was uh, really happy with the acquisition of the brand new NECA Man Ray slash Ray Filet from the Archie Comics toy line. Um, I have no affiliation with that whatsoever, but it just looked like a cool figure. He's beautiful. Yeah. And he, he's got like, I don't know. I'm We're not going to do a toy review of him right now, but he's really good. And love. I love him. I opened him. He, he comes with a shitload of hands and stuff. He's just 
great figure. Uh, and then it, I, I had I have to mention him too. I also got Alf, the NECA Alf. You mean Gordon? Sh- Gordon Shumway. Shumway, yeah. Uh, and I know we both picked him up, and oh, we both so were great. blown away by him. Yeah. But Ray Filet, Man Ray from the Archie comics. That that's mine for the shout week. out to Walmart, by the way. For somehow getting that shit in first ahead of everybody else, like oh dude, they're they are uh, some in some way I don't know how it happened, but they are a direct connection with NECA now. Okay, everything you buy from their website that uh, is from NECA ships from NECA directly. That's um, that's interesting because uh, th- that's going to tie into something we're going to talk about with our main topic. I'll save that okay that comment okay. for later. But yeah, we'll bring that back up. But I just got in. Two days ago, my Super 7 Ultimates G.I. Joe Wave 1 figures. Um, I did not order the full wave. We'll go into why later. But I have opened... I ordered Snake Eyes with Timber, uh, Cobra Commander, and I ordered the Bat, which I'd gotten the previous comic book Bat. Right, the, the like blue, blue one. colorway. Loved it. This is the traditional black and yellow but out of i haven't opened the bat yet i've just looked at the bat and the packaging because it's mm-hmm. so fucking gorgeous it does look really pretty um but i've opened that cobra commander and i love it like it's it's everything you'd want not everything you'd want but everything you'd want out of a super seven ultimates version of classic cobra commander they definitely nailed that retro like the yeah. original cartoon sunbow cartoon look yeah it the, looks beautiful th- there's literally one little minor nitpick and it seems to be on even hasbro stuff where that cobra symbol was just way too small on the chest mm. like in the cartoon it's like pretty much his whole yeah chest yeah. and they just put like a little tampo a little tiny <laughs> tampo on it i'm like a little baby cobra little baby cobra so but, that's our recent pickups yeah yeah, we're gonna. Um, it is not all of our recent pickups. That's but our, it is favorite our favorite recent pick. Oh, f- yeah, no, <laughs> not by any means. All of our recent pickups, not even close. <laughs> all right, here we go. News, folks. All the news that's fit to print. Uh, so next on our slate is is eventful toy news. What what caught our eye? Obviously, we're not trying to present to you all the news but we want to show you the news that that we thought was cool so the, the first thing that i really really liked we kind of already mentioned it is the neca holothon okay uh last year when that happened it was a little frustrating you know you're like rushing out to the store to get the items and this year is no different no. Uh, most targets that you go to you look for it there is no in cap if you're lucky, you get to the collector's section and you might see a couple of the figures just kind of randomly thrown on the shelves. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you go look on social media and everyone else in the world has the has most them. stocked end caps you've ever seen. Um, luckily, though, we were able to get some stuff online. Yeah, I think we've both gotten what we want. You missed the accessory pack. Yeah, I still want that cartoon accessory pack with the baby turtles in it. Yeah. But uh, I... I, none of the rest of it is is anything that I'm that worried about. Yeah, I um, I do like I'm not in all the Facebook groups. I don't know all the rumors, so I'm sure somebody out there knows every single thing that's being released every week. This time was a absolute shocking surprise. It was to me. like a lot. Of, I love the fact that you know you wake up. I'm just kind of lucky that when I wake up is right when they go on sale. Like mm. I'm headed to work at eight a.m. 
So you're like driving, trying to like I'm like add it to the cart. No, check Friday, it I'm five minutes late. So like <laughs> I'm look, I'm like okay, I want that, I want that. So uh, as we record this, we've had two weeks of holothon so far. Week I one, I think there's two more, right? Yes. Yeah. There should be four weeks of holothon total. So A we've had month. the um, uh, TMNT cartoon accessories pack. We had the Mirage Comics mutant forearm shredder with little mini baby shredder. And then a bunch of other shit I didn't care about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Week you can not, you can pull it up if you yeah, know, Sanrio, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, I got the mutant shredder. I love it. Um, I John, think I'm did you get have anything from him. Week One? That's where I got uh, Man Ray. You got Man from, Ray. That's yeah. right. The Ray fillet. Very That's excited right. about him. That's right. Yeah. Um, so Week Two, they had the much anticipated release of the Spider Gremlin. Yeah, yeah. Which that. On the secondary market, that thing was oh, it was going for like one hundred and fifty dollars or yeah. something. I, so, I legitimately didn't remember what the MSRP was, so I was surprised when to it was see sixty dollars. I was like, oh, that yeah, that seems fine. Um, I <laughs> didn't even really want it. I bought it just in case. It's like, awesome, dude. It, I got mine from Fye back in the day, fifteen years ago or something. Yeah. It was before Toys R Us closed out here, so that was like I, that's. It's probably not really fifteen. Probably years. like eight or. It was 10, a long time yeah. though. But I got yeah, that's I got my back gremlin and my spider gremlin from Fye. Noise. And I've had them on display, the the whole time. They're just fucking glorious. And then surprisingly, you weren't biting on that TMNT cartoon Rex the robot. I thought you would have scooped him up too sweet, but yeah, I do like big robots. I'm not a big fan of cops, but uh, <laughs> uh, but he, the fact he looks it was pretty a pig. cool. Yeah, that's right. It was an oinky robot. You didn't like. It's uh. No, he he looked cool, but it it definitely actually ties into our our discussion today. Yeah, the fact that he was fifty dollars made me think twice, and you know I'll probably be weak if I see him in store. See him in store and yeah. see that he's big and chunky, but but yeah. So that's that's our kind of our holothon exp- experience. Uh, hopefully, you guys found all of your holothon stuff that you were that looking you wanted, for. Yeah, the the blind bags were tempting. Like yeah, on I, the the end, the oh. one target I found. So. In our immediate area, and by immediate, I mean within an hour's drive, mm-hmm. uh, there are five targets. Yeah. And I went to three of them, and I, only one of them had an end cap, an actual holothon display. Like these past two weeks, only one. And they had the 55 was oh, I, I think it's – there's a $40 uh, bag. And a $20. And a $20 yeah. bag. Or maybe a $10 bag. I think they changed the prices yeah, on them because I think they used to be cheaper. I remember on one of them it says $100 worth of yeah, merchandise yeah. in here. And then $25 yeah, worth Yeah, and of you could feel it, and it felt like there was an Ultimates box in there. So I'm really glad you brought these up because after we talked about them the other day, I went and pulled up a bunch of YouTube videos to see what was in those uh-huh. things. And they trick you to make you think there's an ultimate in those big bags some of them have a little cardboard insert Uh that is literally just there to make it feel like there's bigger items Uh. Um, most of them have like a head knocker Uh. which is like a solar powered bobblehead Mm -hmm. which it's most of it is NECA loot crate stuff loot crate shit Um, but I did not out of all the videos that I I watched none of them had an actual action figure in them wow okay they were all like pins lanyards uh bobbleheads um little those little scalers that they mm-hmm. used to sell it was it's the kind of thing that if you don't mind just getting a bunch of random stuff 
it's probably worth forty dollars for the fun. But if of you were like hoping for an action figure in Ultimates, then yeah, be... yeah, so glad I passed. Then yeah, yeah, you ain't gonna be happy. I had it in my cart, and I was like, mm, no, let me wait. Like, yeah, I wouldn't buy it if it was me. Um, other sales going on. So, but before we wrap up Holothon, I just want to say I do like the fact that NECA does this. It's I, I don't feel like there's anything in here that would necessarily be a mass market sure thing. Yeah. Like yeah. these the turtle the, accessory set maybe, yeah. but even that's they not don't for really everybody. do accessory sets in Target. Nah. They they don't sell. No. The ones yeah. that they ship there, they certainly don't sell. I've very never well. seen an accessory set yeah. in a Target. I've only seen them in toy shops or on eBay. <laughs> Those accessory sets are are just like they're really cool, but they're so expensive. But other recent news, um, Hasbro, as of now, is still doing their warehouse sale, quote-unquote, which, if you're a Hasbro Pulse member, is is worth looking at. It's mm-hmm. 35% off, and if you're a Pulse member, it's already free shipping, quote-unquote right. free. you got to pay for the shipping with your membership. But I think unless you get one of the really big ticket items like that Mando helmet or the mojo three pack that was like 130 bucks i don't really think the sale was worth it because a lot of the stuff like your marvel legends figures and your black series figures if you price hunt enough you're gonna get them for roughly 30 percent off at walmart or target if not more a lot of those have already been on deep clearance at target uh gamestop gamestop too so yeah it, it's not as good as the last time they did this big – because last time it was 40% off instead of 35% off. Mm-hmm. And they had a lot of masterpieces and stuff like that. Um, I still grab some stuff because I'm a fucking degenerate. Yes, yeah, we're addicts, yeah. But here we are. I but, spent 200 bucks on uh, Marvel Legends figures. And the, the only stuff I really got that I wanted, wanted was um, – Finishing out the Conchu Build-A-Figure Wave. Yeah. It really makes you feel bad for pre-ordering anything. I never point. pre-order Black Series or Legends. Like, I've never done that. I feel like the only people who do that are the ones who want to make a YouTube video of yeah. it and get up first. It's like, guess yeah. what I got today? The Spider-Man Wave that just got announced yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So it just came to me on a tiny little boat from Vietnam. Yeah, glad you paid four hundred dollars <laughs> for that, bud. Hope you get all the likes. To, hey, the YouTube views, man. To pay for that, but God bless them. <laughs> um, so yeah, Holothon's going on. Hasbro Pulse warehouse sale, and uh, McFarlane also not a sale, but a showcase. It was a surprise too. All the of that stuff showcase to come out all at once, and there was some. I I know. Uh, Anyone who's heard us talk before, I'm not the high. I don't have the highest opinion of the McFarlane toys, um, especially but, the DC line. Especially the DC line, but they do have some real, real good shit, and uh, it feels like everything they showed in this winter showcase yeah. was really fucking cool. I might actually buy one of his stupid statues because that Michael Keaton one just hit all the member berries. Yeah, it tickled yeah. me in all the right places for my member berries. And you know that statue is going to be like 15 bucks at some point. So. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to I'm not going to pre-order it. No, but like when GameStop puts it on sale for 20 bucks or 18 bucks, like yeah. I guess I'll have to get that. It's pretty pretty cool that I have very little interest in this Flash movie, but I have a lot of interest in Michael Keaton Michael Keaton's Batman. cameo in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
same. And then they put out the Batmobile, which got a lot of people talking. Nothing other than a picture. Yeah, that's wild that we don't know how big that don't is. Don't know the or... scale. Don't know the cost. What if... Don't, uh... like, <laughs> if it's just going to be like a... <laughs> like a, like a six inch total figure. Do you, that do you remember one of those first McFarlane DC waves that came out with like the Batman who laughs and Nightwing, and and uh, the build a figure Batgirl, was a Batmobile, and it was like teensy tiny. Yeah, it was like who is the? This is a Batmobile for ants. Oh, I forgot all about that. If that happens, what if they do that? I again? will fucking riot. Hopefully, they got such a bad response from that original wave that they wouldn't do that again. Well, they haven't. So Jesus, they Christ. got my hopes up so high with this Batmobile. I, if they make that in a similar to the Batmobile, the '66 Batman Batmobile, where yes. I can, I can put my Batman in there, and it only costs fifty bucks or. 40 bucks or whatever depend that would be i would say nah. it would probably be between 30 and 50 yeah if that if they give us a seven inch scale 89 batmobile and it's less than a hundred dollars i will be very happy yeah and it's not even the true 89 one if i've looked at that picture a lot oh, really there are minor differences because it's from the flash movie. i'm sure that the the license is different than yeah much more expensive to get the license for the the Tim Burton Batmobile. Well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, he's got it, so yeah. I, I feel like he's doing it just to be, just to have that synergy with the movie. That would be um, sick if instead of releasing stuff from the Flash, they just did a whole bunch of Tim Burton, because like there's a yeah. flashback of Jack Jack Nicholson as the Joker, and so we get a Jack Nicholson Joker from McFarlane. Oh, I <laughs> I really hope he doesn't do one because the Heath Ledger that he put out is just not great. It's, I mean, that's how I feel about 90% of the McFarlane DC figures is that they, anything that's they like a real really actor. Good. Yeah. Like, except for the rock, they nailed that black uh, Adam rock. I mean, the shittier, the movie, the better, the likeness of the, of the actor, <laughs> they, I guess. They did grab those, the Batman. Oh, that's a good movie though. I don't know, man. Yeah. I feel like that Zach Levi Shazam isn't too bad. I've seen him a couple times. He looks pretty good. Yeah. I haven't seen the new movie, so I'm not sure. I don't think it's out yet. Or maybe it came out this week. It comes out next week. Next as week. of this recording. Oh, okay. March 18th. Yes. Yes. But uh yeah, so that's about all the news that we've got to talk about. So now we're gonna hit into our main topic. The cost of collecting. Inflation versus being overpriced. Yeah, and and I mean, spoiler alert, we've already said it's both. Yes. It's both. They're fucking you both ways. So, the <laughs> very recently what's been getting a lot of traction in the mainstream media. Yeah, not just toy idiots. Exactly. It's all the normies are talking about this. All shit the norms too. are talking about the Funko landfill story where uh the article I'm reading from came from NPR. Yeah. So uh, reputable source. Roughly thirty-five million dollars worth of merchandise, and I'm assuming that's MSRP. Right. You know that's that not they're the cost. Exactly. Exactly. Um, is going straight to a landfill. It's uh, to paraphrase the article, uh, Funko did a cost analysis, and they're like, "We overproduced this merchandise. It's costing us X number of dollars to store it ourselves." And we could save this much money if we just throw it away. And they's throwing it away. It's, it's yeah, it's, uh, I think the thing that's the most interesting thing to me about this story is that it's pointing out a thing that happens in our capitalist society 
all the time, right? Like we have these, um, these huge corporations that mass produce, and I don't even mean like mass lowercase, I'm talking mass produce everything. They make a thousand times more of anything than they, than they could ever sell. And then any, anything that's left over from, from their initial shipments or what they what they initially send out, they send it to discount stores and sell it as cheap as they can. And then anything that they can't sell to the discount yeah. stores, they literally just throw it in a landfill. So um, I was calling bullshit on this, but you sent me two fairly recent articles um, about how the fashion industry does this. Yeah. And we're talking like, you know, when you talk fashion, it's huge markups. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It you costs know, pennies to make a shirt, yeah. you know. And some poor Chinese kid or Pakistani or Vietnamese person's making it. Yeah. And then it goes, it's a coach bag. Yep. So, you yep. know, it costs them $2 to make the whole bag materials and labor. And then they sell it to the store for whatever, 100 And then it goes out to the consumer for 250 Yeah. And uh, coach is like, hey, guess what? No one wants to buy these. It only cost us 80 bucks to make this whole truckload yep. of merchandise. Well, and it, it feeds into the whole false scarcity thing where, mm-hmm. you know, they ship them in very low numbers at first so that the people who do find them feel pressured to buy them right away or else yeah. they may never see them again. Well, that's and, literally fashion, right? Fashion is temporary. It's yeah. What's in fashion today is not what was in fashion last week. Right. So right. It, it's the nature of that industry lends itself to this manufacturer dumpage, whatever, right. whatever you want right. to call this phenomenon. Uh, so... I have a, a personal anecdote uh, that has to do with showing that this has been going on for a long time. Well, right? Let's hear it, John. So, uh, Maddie Collector, the yeah. pur- purveyors of the the lovely uh, Motu Classics uh, He-Man figures, uh, one of the big deal with those toys was you got to pre-order it, you got to subscribe, you got to get that shit, and or else you'll never see it again because it's not in stores. It only ships to you, and as a point of of cost savings, Mattel did not maintain a online storefront with these figures in them. They specifically told everyone once it's gone, it's gone. We don't make more than what we need. Mm -hmm. So there aren't more of these figures out there. Well then out of the blue, somebody starts finding uh, all over the U S in big lots. They found Motu classics figures. Wow. For, uh, I believe the price on them was $12. For for a Moti Classics figure, that's half price of what they. Were uh, it was it was close to a third. A third, okay. Yeah, yeah, because they were around shipping. thirty dollars plus shipping yeah. per figure, um, and they had over they had over and over again when people asked for them to reissue figures, something that they couldn't find, they straight up told them we don't have them, and it turned out to be a lie, right? They had a warehouse Lies. full of shit. That they eventually sold off to big lots at a fraction of the price. Well, if they can sell it to big lots at cheap enough for big lots to make a profit at $12, how much does that figure cost to make? Them to make, yeah. Yeah. So they started off selling it us at 30 Then they go down the pipeline and they sell it to a discount store. And then the next step after that is to sell it, is to throw it in the garbage. Exactly. And just get rid of it. Which just makes you feel like shit as a collector. Um, which is kind of what we're talking about now. Like these things that make us happy all come at a cost. Yes. And a lot of times the enjoyment you get out of a figure you buy, especially for people who are in it like us, you know, not like the people who are like, 
Oh man, there's a Funko of Teen Wolf. I remember that movie. Fifteen bucks. All right, yeah. let me get it. And they put it, and then that's the one thing they bought right. that year, right? Or even that half, you know. And they might even get shit for it from their friends. Oh, you bought a toy. Look at that it's thing. Like whatever, <laughs> man. I feel like it's you get far less of that now, but it's true. It's it's definitely it more, still does exist. Like yeah. you know, especially with males, anything you can tease your friends over is we're gonna use it. Well, and, and Funko, the Funkos have become so ubiquitous that like you can't go into a store. Like, fucking 7-Eleven has exclusive Funko Pops. Yeah. Funko has followed the, the pack with all the other toy manufacturers. In the past 18 months, they've increased their prices yep. by, I want to say, 20%, 25%. I can still remember when they first came out, and they were like $6. 6 bucks. that's what I'm saying. And yeah. then, then they went up they to about eight. 8 And for a long time, Walmart was holding out really strong at, at $8. Eight. And now they're, I want to say, 12 they're 11 They're 10 or 11 12 yeah. I, I, I don't buy I don't them. buy yeah. Funkos too much. Yeah. Uh, I, I know it's... I, I do I don't look at the collectibles them. aisle, and they're there, and the cost, I'm pretty sure... Is eleven ninety nine for a new Funko yeah. at Walmart, that which is your, right. one of your biggest retailers. Okay, so this news story, this Funko news yes. story, is being presented by a lot of places as like, as if it's something new, and as if it's something surprising, and as if it's not just kind of normal business practice for for so many uh, companies. Funko is not the only big name that makes way too many of their items and then gets stuck with them. Um, it, it's a normal part of the of the big business process. It's like one year you make a million items and you sell them all. So next year you make two million items and then you sell most of them. So the year after that you're like, fuck, if we made 10 million items and we sold most of those, then we'd make so much money. And you always hit a certain point where you can't sell that many. Like, there's just not that many people who are looking for them, right? So, like, this is a very normal thing to happen in big businesses. Another example that I think most people have heard about is the old E.T. Atari game. Um, that was famously made in such high numbers, and then it sold so poorly that they ended up having to put them, bury them in a landfill. And there was a whole documentary... It's such Not a good too documentary. long ago about someone trying to find that landfill. And they, they found them, didn't yeah, they? I believe, yeah. 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 So that's, I mean, that goes back to the, what, like the early 90s that that would have mm -hmm. happened. Uh, so, I mean, we've been, U.S. production has been doing this for as long as, as long as mass production has been a thing. Um, so I don't think that it, it should be surprising. Uh, but, it, but I guess seeing the So word, you don't think like a lot of. The reason I bring this up, too, is because a lot of toy collectors like to, uh, because, you know, a lot of us are male, uh, adults, and how do male adults communicate emotions and feelings? We make fun of shit. Mm -hmm. So, like, the Funko collectors are the ones to pick on in many a toy forum and many a, a Facebook group and many That's a Reddit. True. I've been guilty of that. For and sure. so um, I think it became such a big story in the toy community that that's how the mass media picked up on it because everybody was talking about that's it. like really aha look at this so i'm wondering i i think i know the answer but in your mind is this kind of a death knell or a warning that funko is on the decline i don't think so i, I think um i mean it, it absolutely could be it absolutely could be but uh 
I think more likely it's um, it's just a sign that they may be overstepped. Uh, you, you know, like Funko bought the reaction license from Super Seven. They bought Dorbs. They bought Vinyl, the, that like V V Y N. No, I think it's the other way around. Super Seven bought Reaction from Funko, right? No, nope. Super Seven makes Reaction now. They do, but for a time, uh, Funko l- bought the license of the concept of Reaction figures from Super Seven. And then Super Seven uh, bought it back, or that lapsed. Uh, it lapsed. Okay. Yeah. So what it was? Very brief story. Uh, the first Reaction figures that came out were the Alien ones. Yep. Uh, Still making those, them. Those were such a big hit they because it was an unproduced toy line that Super 7 was then releasing. They were such a big hit. They sold like gangbusters. The people at Funko were like, oh, fuck, these are cheap to make. They're simple, and we can make them of everything. We have the license so for they, damn near everything. They licensed the, the, the concept of a reaction figure. They licensed that from Funko or from Super 7, uh, and they just like shoveled as many of those things out there as they could. Uh, and then when they stopped selling, they, they let it lapse. Okay. Um, they did the same thing with Dorbs. That was a different company called, I think, Vinyl Sugar hmm. that made the Dorbs. Funko bought that. Uh, I, I think it's th- it's the same thing with uh, Vinyl, V-I-N-Y-L. I know what you're talking about. Or yeah. Vinyl or whatever. Because Disney did those. Disney had a bunch of exclusive yeah, yeah, vinyl figures. Um so I think I think that Funko is maybe currently or maybe it's in the past. They were too big. They got bigger than they needed to be, bigger than the market would bear. And so hopefully this is a sign to them that yeah. they need to kind of retract. Well, get a little it's also smaller. the tricky thing about Funko is what you get is what you get. Yeah. So with us, uh, I'm paraphrasing here. Someone had a really great cutting line. It's like. One wonders when Funko will realize people already have enough Machine Gun Kelly and Grogu toys in their collection <laughs> that they don't need eight versions of it. So it's like when you get an Ultimates figure or any other sort of posable action figure, you can pose it, change the look of it. Right. Maybe there's an alternate head sculpt or some accessories or some hands, and you can change your display with the same amount of stuff you bought for that initial price. Uh, you can't do that with Funko. No. You want a baby Grogu uh, meditating, uh, you got to buy a baby Grogu meditating. You and want see, a baby Grogu with Mando holding him, you got to buy a baby <laughs> Grogu with Mando holding him. If you holding want him, him holding him on the right side, you got to buy that one. You got to ho- get the other one if you exactly. want him on the left side. They're like, oh, an episode, season three, episode four. Oh, my God. He, he had him on his back. Frog. He had him on his back. <laughs> oh, my God. What am I going to do now? So, okay, the this story is what got us really focusing on this topic in general of what is overpriced yeah and i feel like with hasbro is a prime example so i'm gonna i'm just gonna kind of list a couple of recent like in the past oh year maybe 18 months but definitely the past 12 months all these have come out yeah yeah and it kind of goes to what we were saying earlier about the Hasbro warehouse sale where it's like, hey, Hasbro makes these things mm-hmm. and they've got so much of it that they're going to be kind to you and give you 30% off the MSRP. After you spend a minimum amount and paid for a, a, a membership to their website. Well, if you pay for the membership, you get 35% you get off. off. Just guaranteed. the normies, the noobs, 
they they got to buy what seventy five dollars. It's a minimum. You had to yeah, buy seventy five bucks minimum. Yeah, and you get thirty percent off, and then you paid shipping. Yeah, but if you had Hasbro Pulse Premium, Premium. which is a sixty dollar fee you pay for that premium license, uh, that premium tag, uh, you get quote unquote free shipping. Dude, it's, a, it's two more things. It's just like any other subscription it's like they 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 set it up so that it doesn't make sense not to do it yeah and so even though you uh you do have the option not to to buy into that premium thing if you're going to buy from them you might like it's just like amazon yeah. prime you know it's not great that i have to pay a hundred dollars a year or whatever Plus, amazon prime more like 120 is. i think i forget it's, what it is now. it's been i can't even remember the last time i looked at what the price was because Amazon is such a integral part of the shopping experience for for us, mm-hmm. for, that like we use it for most things. Oh yeah, and uh, we we use the video streaming and we use the midi the audio streaming. So, you know, that's a hundred and whatever dollars a year that I shouldn't have to pay to buy stuff from Amazon, but I do it because otherwise it would inconvenience me. And it's exactly the same model for Hasbro Pulse, but you get less for your money. Oh, yeah, way less. <laughs> and let's talk about what Hasbro is charging people right out the gate. Oh, yeah. I, I can't wait to, like, talk, to, to so hear this list. I'll, I'll go through them with uh, the main line. So the main lines that you and I collect from Hasbro are Star Wars Black Series, Marvel Legends, G.I. Joe Classified. Yeah. They also have the three and three quarter inch scale Vintage series for mm-hmm. Star Wars and the new, newer, less articulated retro yeah. series. Which Those, I don't really understand why they exist. They, ex- they exist for purists, yeah. I guess so. People are buying them. Star Wars Black Series, Cassian Andor, and B2 Emo, B2 EMO robot. My boy B2. Which, if you saw that series, was that that's one of the greatest droids, I think, since Absolutely. R2. Like maybe Chopper, because Rebels with Chopper, but Chopper's fantastic. Yeah, I one think of the Chopper greatest. Chopper beats out B two, but he's just got more screen time. Yeah, so exactly. Um, can't if you're a Star Wars fan, you haven't watched Andor. I'm not gonna convince you because you haven't watched it for some reason whatsoever. But can't recommend Andor enough. It's I just agree. set in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, it's it's fucking perfect. So the main character casting Andor, the only version Hasbro released of that main character of a. 12-episode flagship Star Wars show was in a two-pack with the robot. Yeah. And it cost $56. And at the time, that was the only Andor merch that we knew was getting made. Hasbro overpriced. Another Star Wars Black Series egregious overpricing is their quote-unquote deluxe Black Series figures. Wrecker. The Dark Trooper from Mandalorian Season 2 and Saw Gerrera from Rogue One. All single figures, minimal accessories, $10 more than the standard release. And it's $10 more. It's still going because now we have that new Boba Fett uh, that's on the retro card. That one's $34 for no reason. It's on the same card back as the regular ones. What a joke. Keep them coming, keep them coming. Um, they just released uh, Star Wars Black Series Dr. Afra version 2 mm-hmm. with the uh, trench coat. Yeah. Now their standard figure, $25. This Dr. Afra, because the original Dr. Afra is way expensive on the secondary market, 
they're like, hey, you know what? We're just going to charge an extra three bucks for Let's this figure. Let's just squeeze a little harder. So she's 28 bucks right out the gate. If you're into vintage series collection, three and three quarter inch, there is a really cool Mando three pack called The Rescue. Yeah. Where you get a dark trooper with flame effects from it's when really Mando cool flame. box that that comes in. Sweet packaging. You get a Moth Gideon, you get a Grogu, and you get a Mando. Mm-hmm. Basically three figures. Yeah. If you want to say Grogu's a separate figure, it's not. No. I'm sorry. I'll, no. That's a separate No, that thing a is a podcast. crime. That is a crime. So, <laughs> three figures. Well, what would normally, be reasonable to pay for that? What do you think? Well, let me go. Let me, so, oh, what? Uh, yeah, because I know to the cost. I know the up to the cost, you know? So, you got three, three vintage collection, 12 bucks a piece? No, they're up to 15 now. Okay. So, they were originally twelve ninety nine. So, then with the new price, 45 bucks. 40. So, we had throw Grogu, some fancy packaging. Fifty-five. 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 That's generous. Fifty-five. They give you cool packaging. You get a Grogu. You get an extra flame effect. But no. No, 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 no. What is the price for the rest of $75. for what on a single card would be $45 worth of merchandise. Yeah. And and there, it's still overpriced. Now, Chris, I've paid $20 for empty boxes before. But those were boxes from the 80s that were, you know, really hard to find. I don't think $20 for a cool box is worth it. No, not not even the least. Um, the, the, the vintage yeah, yeah. collection also put out a Dark Trooper. And they specifically made these with the intention that people will want to army build them. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So you got to make that affordable. So that's got to be like, what, $20? Yeah, sure. Normal cost, 15 They give you a little docking bay. <laughs> the package is... They went to this um, plasticless packaging Hasbro, mm-hmm. so it's a it's kind of like a little vintage feel to the box. Yeah, I actually like those boxes. The box a lot. is great, but you know what? Hasbro's like, fuck you. We know you're gonna pay as much as we tell you, so we're gonna charge you twenty eight dollars for a fifteen dollar figure. I was pretty upset about the Andor two pack and how that how that shook out. I think that Dark Trooper might be the worst example. Oh. It's seven dollars or six dollars less than the figure that's two inches bigger. It, they literally you know? <laughs> were two bucks away from doubling the price. That's fucking criminal. And they and then the promo pictures they show you multiple pictures, uh, so they show you multiple pictures of multiple dark troopers. They they fully know people are gonna want more than of one course, of this. Of course, it's a trooper. Yeah. 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 And they did this with Marvel Legends. They they put troop builders in. Plain packaging, no no color artwork, um, cardboard boxes. I think they did the Hydra yeah. Trooper, and they did hand one ninjas and the Hand Ninjas and the Hellfire Guards, and they were five bucks less yeah. than retail. And yeah. here, Hasbro's doing the exact opposite. Moving into GI Joe classifieds that are overpriced. I mean, we just I got think a you whole can... new batch of those revealed. Oh yeah, a whole bunch Snow of those. job. 35 bucks they normally charge 25 bucks for a figure but this guy has skis yeah and an extra head oh boy um dr mindbender yeah 42 dollars i still that is one that that's a 20 dollar toy at the time yeah when they released dr mindbender gi joe classifieds were still retailing for 19.99 yep and they charged us an extra 22 bucks for some questionably There's some good cool packaging. stuff in there, but it's like, oh, oh yeah, the box is, is really cool. It comes with a bunch of accessories, but 
what the fuck do you do with all that shit? And is it worth? No, it's not no. worth twenty dollars. No. We know that's. I could have bought two figures for the price of that one. Criminal. And, oh my gosh, I think this this has made me laugh. So I am not a fan of. I'm not a big Venom fan. Mm. But they basically gave you this character called Null, mm-hmm. with wings, bat wings that you could also put these bat wings on a Venom figure. Are they? I think they're only for Venom. And a t- oh, am I wrong? Okay, they're, I think they're made for Venom. I, I it I was two twenty dollar figures for seventy eight bucks, so yeah. I didn't even look at it. And the Venom is a one hundred percent reuse, other than the wings, because it's just the same sculpt as the movie Venom. There you go. Um, when I saw that uh, solicited uh-huh. for that two pack, I thought it had to be a mistake. I, I, there was a misprint. Yeah, I, that had to be seventy seventy eight dollars no. for a Marvel Legends two pack. Oh, like, fuck yourself. People love Venom. They'll pay seventy eight dollars. Guess what? I've sold I've sold multiples of those two packs in my uh, day job. So <sighs> they sell. People want them. People want that that Venom. But you know it's bad when I've actually seen knockoffs. Yeah. Of that Venom. You don't see you a know ton a toy. Of, it's got to be old for a Marvel Legend to be uh, a knockoff, or even like. Usually, I only, you only see knockoffs of these Japanese hundred dollar Bandai SH figure arts. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, th- there was a, for masterpiece. A long time, you could get Transformers. A, a bunch of build a figures uh, on eBay as bootlegs. Oh, really? You could get a Fin Fang Foom, that uh, Vampire Jubilee, the, that old build a figure from oh, the Toys R Us wave. Yeah, maybe, maybe the Blob. Yeah. Um, I, they, I definitely remember being so there's really a history tempted. of Marvel Legends bootlegs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was unaware it, of that. And they come from the same factories. I would imagine they just use cheaper they got plastic. Yeah, and they just whatever they got lying around. And um, I just thought it was funny because this was on Amazon. I saw it, and that's that shows you it was like forty bad. bucks. You you only get Venom with the bat wings. Yeah, and it was forty bucks. And if that's all I want. Yeah. Why not save forty bucks? And it's bad and when the there's bootleg. something that is still in stock as a new release item, and there's already bootlegs that are selling better than the, yeah. <laughs> the original item. It, it, it just goes <laughs> to show you how Hasbro is so out of touch. And um, speaking of the Blob, brand new Blob, one toy, one figure. Yeah. Multiple hands. They give you two extra hands. Yeah. Fifty six dollars. I I may end up. Uh, I may end up being a bad guy and pulling the trigger on that blob. You're just feeding the machine that you know, holds us down, John. And, and as we're going to talk about some more, we know there'll be a sale on that blob, and that's Shit, when I'll yeah. definitely buy them. But I'm a sucker for the uh, the X Men arcade game, and that blob is definitely the blob from the X Men arcade, arcade game. Arcade game. And I don't so, know if I put that together, but yeah. So I'll definitely be buying that blob at some point. Maybe maybe I'll have the. Uh, the strength of will to wait until it's cheap. I hope you do because we don't need we don't need Hasbro <laughs> taking down good people and their money. But I'm almost done. I'm not even done with the litany. Marvel yeah, Legends continues. Yeah. So the Toad, who was uh, a reissue. Uh, I'm not even sure what they changed from the original, but oh, he's a completely different figure okay. from the first one. So the first one is a a fucking monstrosity. I believe he's it. hideous. He barely moves, and it. The the new because it's so old, right? It's great. It, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, the the first Toad was from the very first wave of Marvel Legends. It's like fifteen uh, 20 years ago, and they've never made another one. Yeah, um, the comic book version, the comic book Toad, and he he has like a, a frog sculpted into one of his hands. Yeah, it's an awful toy. Uh, but then this new one is is actually really good. Still shouldn't be 
Thirty-five dollars. They, they put an extra ten bucks on them just they're because they're like the he's expensive on the secondary market. Uh, people really want them. Uh, well, they'll pay thirty-five. Riri Williams from the MCU. Good old Ironheart. Um, I got her on sale. Hmm. What I thought was a good deal for twenty-eight because normally they put her out for thirty-five. Yeah, that's just shocking. Uh, I actually recently got one without her accessories uh-huh. it's just the figure yeah and it's a it's a, it's cool, a good figure fun figure it's, a good it's figure. like really solidly made yeah. and looks good uh that's a 20 dollar toy uh if that if that yeah and it's <laughs> it's it looks great standing next to your uh mcu iron man toys yeah um and your black panther collection and so they knew she bridged that gap it was yeah. a character people really wanted and they they just threw an extra 10 bucks on her uh last one there. i'm going to mention are the X-Men animated series VHS line. Yeah. This this might be the worst of all because all they're doing are reissuing figures that already exist yep. with a slightly different paint job. I mean, they do sell, quote-unquote, sell right. animation on it. Right. They, they paint some lines. So they've, <laughs> they've already upped the price from 20 to 25 with their standard figures, but yeah. these special editions in the VHS packaging, which doesn't matter because all their packaging are closed cardboard now. Right. The, those VHS. They throw an extra oh, cool. $3 on that yeah. and charge you 28 bucks for a repainted toy. Yeah. And it's even more disgusting because they use those outlets as places to release desirable, hard to find figures like Mystique and yep. Mr. Sinister, both, Older figures that are tough to find uh, Cyclops, nowadays. Uh, yeah, 90s yeah. animated Jim Lee Cyclops. And so they know that the people who don't want to pay the secondary market price for a Cyclops will buy that one as a placeholder. Oh, yeah. And then they'll eventually, inevitably reissue normal Cyclops, normal Mystique. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah like uh, all of those. That I mean, that's just... And that's that. the sad part is that that is a fraction of the crazy priced new release items that we could list. That's just what I found on the their website on Hasbro yeah. uh, com and or Hasbro Pulse.com. Um, and I think we can all agree. That's just a toy company overpricing the product. Yeah. They're, they know that they don't. Ex- okay. So they know some of us will pre-order this shit. There's a certain percentage of fans who, when it first gets announced, they're going to get excited because something mm-hmm. they're excited about gets shown, and they're going to go and pre-order that shit at the whatever the price is. It doesn't matter what it is. A certain percentage of people are going to buy it. And then, a few months down the line, after it comes out, then we get our warehouse sale. And then that's the price where they actually expect to sell most of it at. And they know most people will buy it at that price. And then maybe there will be some left... And that's when you see stuff at discount stores. That's when we like your we big see... lots or dirt cheap. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Or even five below. I mean, five they below. were getting Black Series, Marvel Legends, for five bucks a piece. How much must they have sold those to five below for? For them I mean, to make a profit, yeah. Yeah, at five yeah. Below, yeah. I mean, that's just madness. I haven't been to a five below in a in a hot minute. There's nothing there. Yeah, I it's, stopped going. Yeah, for that for that reason. If I ever find anything there, I'll just buy it all, and then you still <laughs> don't have to go. So. Both of us are toy collectors. I dabble in toy hunting, toy flipping, but you have a business at it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's what you do. So let's talk a little bit about the difference between bargain hunting 
versus finding one of these overpriced toys at a quote-unquote fair value. So for me personally, I have not paid more than $20 for a G.I. Joe Classified outside of the Hasbro Pulse exclusives, Serpentor, Dr. Mindbender, the Zartan, or like uh, the Storm Shadow, the, what was that, Amazon Storm Shadow that was the Amazon exclusive. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the, yeah, the, the Arctic yeah. Mission or whatever. Um, because I have an Amazon account, and if I see a $25 G.I. Joe classified, I can just kind of, I've got an Amazon credit card, right? Yeah, yeah. So I use my Stick Amazon cart, points wait for it to, go down, to knock for the your... five or eight bucks off. Oh, right. And okay, I, I, gotcha. I get it for that cost. I see. I see. But your average Joe <laughs> out there buying their toys off the peg, um, they're paying 25 bucks. Yeah, yeah. I for mean, a G.I. Joe Classified. I I've have bought several at that price point. It doesn't feel good. No. Uh, it doesn't feel good to buy those for that. It doesn't feel good to buy a deluxe transformer that has they've gotten smaller and they've started using cheaper plastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, those for $25, but I still do it when it's something that I, I really like, I'm excited about, you know. Yeah, like when I'm when I'm hunting for things to try and resell, I will always buy stuff for myself to keep. So I definitely am uh, in a, a unique situation where a lot of times I get figures uh, that I want for myself mm-hmm. for the price that I am willing to pay to try and flip it. Yeah. So that's that helps me out for sure. But I, I do actually try and support these toy lines at full price. Like if it's something that I feel strongly about and I really want them to keep making them, I make sure to buy it. Like the, the Transformers, you know, I mm. if I see a new wave Transformers at Walmart, I'll usually buy them for retail because I want Walmart to keep carrying them so that I can keep buying them. You know? I See, I'm even with Marvel Legends, too. I'm really trying to just buy them on clearance. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't blame discount you. Because the the fact that they jumped so much in cost with Hasbro's base figures. Yeah, we we um, we're up 25% over 2 years. The the cost has gone from $20 to $25. Yeah. They had that little bit of time where some of them were 22.99. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Well, well let's let's try 22.99." Okay, but this figure we're going to do for <laughs> 24.99. Okay, our Joes are still nineteen ninety nine, but our Black Series and our Legends are now twenty four ninety nine, and then finally they upped all action figures. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not. A, I don't collect the, the Power Rangers. Power Rangers are twenty five. Power Rangers, as well. I would assume. Yeah. Yep, they are. So it's like they're trying to set a new standard, and I'm like, fuck no, fuck you. I will not accept it. Like, yeah. as someone who like, trust me, I would much rather just go to Walmart once, see the toy I want, buy it, or Go on Amazon, see the toy in stock or Big Bad Toy Store or Entertainment Earth and see it in stock and be like, okay, that's fair. I'll buy it. But I I refuse with Hasbro. I refuse. Now, one thing I find really interesting about this whole discussion, okay, Mm -hmm. uh, neither one of us is rich or or very well off. (laughs) No. But we both have enough disposable income to buy the weird random shit that we want, right? We are... The fact that we grown ass adults without kids or yeah, AWKs, exactly. the 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 AWOKs, fact, a, um, AWOKs. The fact that for us, 
it's not even necessarily about like, well, this shit's too expensive. I can't afford it. It's like, this shit is too expensive. I refuse to pay that price for these for these items, you know? Set for you in the blob, apparently. In a, in a, <laughs> Disappointing. In a, shame you on that one. In a perfect world, you the know, blob we, shame you. we would, <laughs> you would get the things that you want regardless of price. But it starts to, like, stick in your craw, you know? It's like so when you come home exactly. with a figure that is that you could have bought for $20 a couple of years ago and it costs you nearly 30 you have much higher expectations for that toy. And then it makes you disappointed and then you don't want to pay it next time. Absolutely. So I think this leads us into the other half of the discussion, which is inflation. Yeah. Yeah. So both of us are big NECA fans. Yeah. Big NECA collectors. Yeah. And I think both of us didn't necessarily love the fact NECA went up five bucks no. on their figures. I didn't love paying 34 of them to begin with, but, but they're so good. They're so, exactly. I, I buy a NECA figure for 35 plus tax. I, I come home, I take it out the box, I pose it, I look at the paint, the engineering, the accessories. Yeah, the box is beautiful. Well, you throw your boxes away. but I do. I yeah. Do. Um, but yeah, the packaging still does matter. Yeah, when, yeah. Yeah. So... I feel like that has been inflation. Whereas like NECA started at thirty and they went up five bucks. Whereas Hasbro started at twenty. Yeah. And they went up five bucks. Yeah. Now would we be having this discussion if Hasbro had only gone up to twenty one ninety nine like Mattel did with Masterverse? I don't think so. Not not uh not as much, probably. No. Yeah, not as much. In that vein... That's what I'm talking about with this let's, discussion. Let's yeah. talk about a few toy lines. Uh, we, we, we mentioned NECA. What are some other companies, some other toy lines that we feel have only done inflation, have only risen by an amount that we can, we can handle? I, I feel like... That's why I brought up NECA as the first one, because yeah. I think that's the only one we can agree on. It, it feels... Uh, yeah, $35. I mean, when I buy, when I open a NECA Ultimate, I don't feel let down that I bought that. When I open a Marvel Legend that's $28, I'm almost always let down. Oh, like that Howard <laughs> the Duck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. You get that Howard the Duck and the Khonshu Build-A-Figure part is uh, twice as much plastic yeah. as Maybe the... Maybe uh, four times, Jesus. The, yeah, as the main figure, quote-unquote. Um, I do think that that Mattel overall is is hanging pretty strong. I will agree with, with you with their toy lines. I will agree with you on Mattel Masterverse. Yeah. So I think the Origins line, I, I still, I, and I, and maybe that goes to we were talking about this um, off off mic earlier about how the distribution for Origins isn't consistent at all. Yeah. Um. So I think. When they first came out, they were what, sixteen bucks, right? I think 15. it was fifteen ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, and now you're getting them for more nineteen ninety nine. I think it's seventeen ninety nine. That's what I'm saying. But, like, but since the distribution is so bad, you're having to turn to places like Big Bad Toy Store and Entertainment Earth that have a higher markup that charge you twenty bucks out the gate, and so you are getting hit yeah. pretty hard with that. So if you're having to buy your Origins from an online retailer, you're paying twenty bucks out the gate, and it's certainly I don't love to Origins stomach. as much as you. I think you would still gladly pay 20 bucks for I'm going to be in at 20 for 
for just about everybody. Yeah. But if it goes above 20, I'm probably going to start being more picky. More picky. Because, like, now I'm buying all the weird repaints and the mini-comic variants and Naked Stratos and Robotos Green. Oh, that Green Naked Stratos is so horrifying. There's just, like, I'm buying those because, like, I just want everything. Yeah. But, yeah, if it gets any more expensive, I'm going to be out. I'm already ready to skip some deluxe figures because yeah. they don't feel like they're worth the extra. 25 bucks. Yeah, mm. yeah. Which that was to me one of the best deals for a while. It was maybe two years, if that. Those deluxe origins figures were twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah. And that was great. Like the battle armor, He Man, battle armor, Skeletor, uh, Snout Spout, Snout Spout, Leech. Leech. Yeah, those are great. At Ram 20. Man. Yeah. Um. So, um, I don't know going forward. Like twenty five, I'm like they're gonna have to hit clearance. Those will, have to I'll still discount. be good at twenty five on those, but. I think that might be my limit. Yeah. So, you may- hey, wait, sorry, you mentioned Masterverse, and yes. I want to talk about those, because I do think that the, they fall under inflation for the... I agree. For the, the single card, like the individual yes. ones. But I do feel like Mattel is doing some real greedy shit with those deluxes. Well, they've been doing that from the get-go. It's true, that it's true. They ha- they, those have always been overpriced. But now I'm like... It feels like every really cool character that comes out is a deluxe instead of, mm-hmm. you know, the first wave we or the first couple of waves we had like we had man, man at arms and beast man and trap jaw uh, trap well trap jaw was a deluxe but oh uh, I thought you were listing deluxe because the, the new the new man at arms that's coming out is a deluxe and yeah. he comes with basically the same shit that the single card one did in the but first series all the deluxes I bought with the exception of trap jaw. I've gotten on sale. But that, I mean, that's not really what we're talking about. Right? No, like, but that's overpriced. Yeah, that's that's yeah, an example that of Mattel doing overpriced. incredibly overpriced. But I will say the, I haven't, I've only bought one Masterverse figure since the price increase mm-hmm. from 20 to 22, mm-hmm. and that's the Roboto. Oh, I need to get him. He is, I love him. So yeah, so that's two we can agree on. Uh, so I think Mattel, I, I, inflation, I, NECA, inflation. I, I definitely, as much as I have a generally low opinion of the toys themselves, McFarlane has held on strong that, at their price point. That is the man right there. Todd, the Todd father, holding it down, like, in the faces of all these other fuckers, like, oh, costs have gone up. <laughs> and Todd's like, I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. I'm over here selling Batman. I'm on my 800th Batman toy, <laughs> and, they and people are, are still selling. buying it for fucking 20 bucks. The, the the one uh, greed point for McFarland that I think is is the case is the gold label, because so many of those are the same toy mm-hmm. as the non gold label, with like an extra paint app or an extra accessory, and yet they charge you an extra five dollars, and that just feels like. I've really I've I've only paid twenty bucks for like oh their their MSRP on them is twenty five. Oh, okay. Every gold label starts off but at twenty. Gold labels specifically Walmart. I believe. Uh, no, there there are other places too. Really? But, but Walmart okay. gets a lot of exclusives. Yeah, I thought the yeah. I thought the gold label was only Walmart. There's okay. a there's Target gold labels. There's okay. uh, online gold labels. Oh, that's right. I did get the Bat Bat Daddy um, Michael Wayne. Isn't it Michael? Yeah, Wayne? Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne. Thomas. Yeah, Wayne, with thank his you. guns. With the guns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a Target gold label. I think and that one's also... gone up mainly just because he came with guns. That's Probably one of the so. last Batman to come with guns. That's a very cool, unique Batman. Oh, I love it. One of yeah. the few that got displayed still. Uh, so I think that's the cl- that's the closest to to greed that uh, that Todd has gotten with his. Stuff. I was, you kind of transitioned me into our next uh, 
topic here, but is there any? I know you want to mention and shit on Super Seven real quick for their price hike. Oh, I mean, I think, I think it's different with Super Seven because I think Super Seven is a boutique toy that you're not. You most of the time you're not gonna just like be at the store and see a Super Seven figure. Not a retail store. Like I think Walmart has been having some reactions occasionally. Well, okay, yeah. Sorry. I have seen those uh, a few times. But specific, the Super we're talking Ultimate Ultimates. specifically. Sorry. I, yeah. I think that the Ultimates. Uh, I mean, my my personal opinion is that those things have to be half profit for them, manufacture like or more more than that probably. Like I feel like though most Super Seven Ultimates are like they're like on par with a NECA figure as far as the quality. And mm-hmm. in a lot of cases, they're lower quality than the NECA figures. Um, articulation. Articulation, uh, sculpt, detail, paint. They're, they are below a lot of NECA stuff, in my opinion. I still find them very appealing. I think a lot of Super 7 Ultimates are amazing toys. But I do think that they are overpriced, overpriced. from the get-go. Uh, but I don't know that it's necessarily uh, has anything to do with inflation. I think that they're just a boutique toy company that's trying to make as much as they can. Well, yeah, I know you've, since I've known you, you've always thought Super 7 were overpriced. Yeah, I, and I but still they, feel that I way. I feel like they were one of the first ones to do the price jump. They went basically from 45 to 55. Yeah. They're like across the board. It's funny, too, because I can remember those first Turtles Ultimates uh-huh. coming out and being like... 40 bucks? Fuck, fuck that. 40 bucks? <laughs> and now I have all four of those damn Turtles. And, and I, I really think... That part of what made them do that price jump is that the initial turtles sold out instantly. Yeah. Because people were so excited about them. They were unique. They were really interesting concepts. And uh, I think that made them feel like, well, fuck, we just get an extra 10 bucks on this stuff. And we've seen them just put out pre-orders for dozens wave of after ultimates. Wave. Just yeah. way too much stuff and at, at $55 a figure. So I would say overpriced for as much as i love super seven ultimates yeah they they be overpriced and and that's something i think we should we should definitely make sure we are making clear is that just because something's overpriced doesn't mean it's bad it just means that maybe it should cost a little less oh it should definitely if it's over (laughs) if we're saying overpriced it should definitely cost less um all that all that hasbro shit everything we listed should have been cheaper by 20 percent 35 percent 20 to 35 percent well that that's the thing <laughs> they've that given us the number even they told us even with b2 e- emo and what's his face and or yeah. on sale i was still like i couldn't justify paying that much money for basically a guy a gun and a robot yeah like yeah i'm like oh that should cost me 25 bucks and it still costs me dude i know you know, already know this story but i'll tell it for the podcast go real for quick. It. i i bought that two-pack just because i thought it would look cool and i and i was thinking well it's an exclusive i'll I'll just see if i can flip it maybe somebody will be interested in that and then get some other sucker to pay for it obviously no one bought it uh and then after i watched andor it was so fucking good i was like well Mm -hmm. shit i'm just gonna open these toys and i had such high hopes for them about i was so excited about the show and then when i pulled them out of the box they've got no accessories they're minorly articulated. They're just, they're just, they're not shit, but they're just, they're not exciting. Yeah. What the fuck? What the it's, fuck? <laughs> it's so, and he's got a cool little gun that's, um. Oh, I want, I want Andor's jacket. 
I, you can actually buy his jacket. Oh, who's selling that? It's like a leather coat that some designer made, and it's like licensed by. Okay. And it's like four hundred dollars or something for a leather coat. So I won't. I won't be turning up in that. Uh, <laughs> but I yeah, will. Yeah. So, Andor even with the thirty-five percent off is thirty-six bucks. I had to do the quick math, and I was like, "Why did I pass on him?" That's really we're rough. talking about. And it's still like ten bucks more than I. And that's on sale. Yeah. If you thir- want an Andor from Andor. You should probably get that. So, all right, I think we've touched on a good bit about what is overpriced, what we can, you and I at least, as collectors, accept as inflation, that being NECA, Mattel's Master Lines, both Origins and Masterverse. We're not Funko collectors, but do you, like, going from eight ninety nine to eleven ninety nine for a Funko? That Does that feel insane. that? Yeah. Uh, Paying more than $10 for a Funko figure just feels crazy. Like, especially when every single one of them is basically the same, like, yeah, core. Yeah. You know? it, it deviates very, very little. Right. Like, yeah, that's part of the appeal of it. Like, you've got all these characters from all these different lines that all have a similar feel. Yeah. To yeah. Them, they which, look like they go together. Yeah. That's cool. That's what a toy line should do. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, just and I have a bunch. You see them. I've got. Yeah, I've got. I, I have more Funkos than I would care to admit. Uh, yeah, and and it's not. I, yeah, I I sh- I think Funko collectors get shit on too much. They get shit on more than they should. Um, I think especially like if they're said, paying twelve bucks a pop. <laughs> yeah, give those people some credit. <laughs> give them there. a break. They've man. got us propped up on their shoulders. Yeah, uh, hold him up. He's a hero. <laughs> Careful. Just to kind of finish up that last little segment is. Uh, What's fair market value? John and I both are saying your standard NECAs, like your turtle monster movie mashup figures, your universal movie figures, your... Um, we could just say NECA Ultimates. NECA Ultimates, NECA in, Ultimates general. in general. Those yeah. are going for 35 bucks retail on, on your Walmart, Target mm-hmm. shelves, and most online retailers are selling them for 35 Mm-hmm. Um, some bump them up to thirty eight. I have like I know the ET has gone up to thirty eight everywhere. That's shocking because he's so small and, and he's a re release. It's a re release. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of got me a little worried that that they might be testing the waters here. Is that going to be their next yeah. bump? Well, that Man Ray that I just bought was forty, and I I think he was a holothon. And I think that that was the forearm shredder forty as well. He was. Yeah. So that. I mean, I don't mind when those they are make exclusives, a new price though. Those point. are holothon exclusives, and they're bigger. They're bigger figures. They come with some extra stuff. So, I don't know, man. It all kind of is just subjective, right? Like everyone that has that Rex their robot point. was fifty. Yeah, that's fucking criminal. Yeah, um, he needs to arrest himself for that for price. being fifty dollars. Yeah, but neck in general inflation. Yeah, Mattel, inflation. He Man, inflation. Inflation. Uh. Hasbro, Hasbro, overpriced, you. overpriced. <laughs> those poor Funko collectors. We're sorry you're having to pay that extra three to four bucks for those they things pay. you might not even take out the box ever. <laughs> they gotta charge you the extra to make up for the thirty million that they're that they're flushing that they're down the put toilet. down the toilet in the landfill. Yeah, um, that you know that's a documentary that's coming up. Oh, I hope somebody goes and finds them. Oh, that would be God. hilarious. Yeah, uh, and then you see them selling them at flea markets and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and they just nobody will buy them. <laughs> no. What okay what is alternate. a toy? What is a price that someone will pay for their child to have a toy? 
That's a good question. That's something that we should have uh, asked someone who has children because, like, the well, only just people... seeing them in the stores, you know, it's, they're they're around twenty bucks. Yeah, that's. I feel like. But the... are people buying? Like, are, is is someone buying Marvel Legends for their child, who is not also a collector themselves? That's. A, I think that's a good question. Yeah, um, I, I know several people. Yeah, the okay. um, there's that line right below Legends that Hasbro makes of all the Marvel movies where it's yeah. like less articulated. And those go between fifteen, or maybe on sale they can get down to ten. But I want to say they go between fifteen and twenty. I, it would um, be interesting since because like I, I haven't paid attention to those. It would be interesting to see if the the if the extra money on those, like if that's closer to an inflation amount, mm. because they know that that's not people yeah. with as much disposable income. Where and then they squeeze the collectors harder because we're idiots and we feel. Like, we have to have these things. Yeah, we're kidults. Yeah. We're, oh, God. <laughs> That'll, yeah, we'll, I'll rant about that someday. A-falls and kidults. It is, I don't, yeah, you did say A-fall earlier, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, We'll get into that in another podcast. John sure, apparently has sure. a whole diatribe on that. Just That's just one of those words I don't like. That's cooking and okay. on the back burner, raring to go. He's well, already been aggravated enough today. I'm not going to try and push his buttons. <laughs> Well, I think I think we did a really good job of talking about yeah the difference between inflation and fucking your customers, aka overpriced. So, what do you think is the best toy line out there for your money right now? Like, if you're you're out there collecting, like, what's the best value? Uh, I think it's still NECA Ultimates. That would be my go-to, but I think it would be followed really closely by Masterverse. Yeah. Uh, non-deluxe masterverse yeah. non-deluxe if we're talking msrp buying it at retail not waiting on a deal getting it for what the company asks for it i think neca is worth it masterverse is worth it yeah and i think having been a big poo-pooer of masterverse at the beginning i i indeed you cannot were. in I, yeah I, I absolutely was i own it i own it i cannot recommend those enough they're most of them are 100% new sculpts. Yep. They come with alternate parts, and they're 20 bucks, 22 bucks. And not, like I said, I haven't bought any from this past wave except for Roboto, which almost had no paint on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the past, the paint's been pretty good on, like, those Skeletors that I have. Like, yeah, I haven't had any paint issues. Yeah, uh, like, and I mean, like, detail, like, little paint. Right, de- right. You know, like, you usually get with NECA, like, they'll do the button or mm-hmm. something, you know. I would probably... In my mind, I'm like the best for your value, the best toy line for your money. My gut is telling me it's still Todd DCU line because if I'm someone who's a DC fan, knowing that I can get all these characters for 20 bucks, now granted, most of them are all Batman <laughs> characters. Well, and he has stayed away from like a lot of core characters. So, okay, all right, to, to wrap it up, you're you're saying, currently your best bang for your buck is a NECA Ultimates figure, thirty five plus tax. Yeah. I'm saying I'm gonna just to be different. I'm gonna go McFarlane. I'm gonna say, yeah, twist my arm. I'm, I might change my mind to NECA, but I feel like Todd out there holding the same price point for three years, three plus years, maybe yeah. at this. It's very commendable. Point. Yeah. Very commendable. Uh, and and the main reason I said Ultimates is not because they're of the of like the price i just i can't remember one that i have brought home opened it and gone man i shouldn't have bought this 
You know, like I, I always feel good about them. When, yeah. I, when I'm, So I think we did a really good job of sort of breaking down what in our minds, the difference between overcharging us and raising your prices because your costs went up. Yeah. So the... I, I don't know if that's an interesting discussion to everyone. I'd love to hear if anyone has any like what did we get wrong? What did we uh, did we make some good points that kind of changed your mind? Uh, and obviously we didn't touch on every well no no we'll never. toy line yeah or, yeah you know but I I'm, think we hit the main ones like we got Funko in there we got yeah. Hasbro Mattel NECA I, Super Seven one interesting thing that I don't think either of us really considered before this discussion I think it's pretty cool it would be interesting to see the price history of more kid focused toy lines and yeah. to see if they spiked up just like the collector focused toy lines did or if uh, they were a more gradual uh, tip up. So maybe if, if anyone who's listening to this has any information about that, share it with us. Yeah. Uh, but, but uh, for now, I think what we're going to do is tell you about uh, some local conventions, some things that, uh, that Chris and I will be involved with uh, so that if you're a local most likely you are if you're listening to this. Uh, yeah, you won't, the four people listening are the ones we told about it. You won't miss out the 20 out people it. we told for listening. So uh, so the next like event that we have coming up is uh, going to be April the 1st and 2nd. And it's the first ever two-day St. Tammany Toy and Collectors Convention. STCC. I can always forget what Louisiana. those stand for. Covington or Mandeville? Uh, I think it's technically Mandeville okay. now because it's in at the Castine Center, uh, which is a little ways away from Covington. It's kind of out in the woods. Uh, but that's a, I mean, a fantastic local show. Always uh, have some really cool guests, and I'll be there set up selling cool toys and, and shit like that. You can come by, tell me ask that. Ask for an autograph. Not funny. Uh, have me point you at Chris. Yeah, ask for an autograph. <laughs> We'll do that. T- t- uh, what? What do you think? Fifty bucks for an autograph? Oh shoot, man! Talking about overpriced, yeah. <laughs> no, what am I saying? Talk about a value, yeah. Yeah, that's a talk that's, about a bargain, sir. Uh, the circus of value. There um, is another big show coming up this summer, uh, June twenty fourth and twenty fifth, twenty twenty three. Yeah. I guess we should say the year for any of our future <laughs> listeners who are coming if you, back and if you're like hearing- I. I, I got on in episode 420. I really want to hear the first episode of this podcast. And then they show up at the Harbor Center like, on June 24th. Yeah. Where's so, uh, the, con- the convention at? Uh, June 24th and 25th, 2023, will be Showcase Comic Con 7. Yeah. Uh, scheduled to appear is the Sergeant Slaughter. And is it is it Showcase Comic Con? Oh, it should be. It should be. I think he's the only Joe-centric guest we've got so far. Yeah. but um, That's a pretty big one, though. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah, like, who else are you going to get? Some dude in a Serpentor outfit? Uh. Yeah, like, I would probably personally be more excited about, like, Larry Hama, but... Most people don't know who the fuck Larry Hama yeah. is. Sergeant Slaughter, everybody knows who Larry that Hama's is. Larry Hama's hard to get in touch with, man. We've been yeah. trying. So maybe... You might like, have to like write a letter to one of the comic books that he's writing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, so showcase I I I M C the panels and cosplay contests. So uh, you can put a put a little face to this lovely luscious voice. It's all always a good time uh, and always lots of good deals to be had. Oh yeah. And that's two days, just like STCC. So if you're 
If you're not available one of those days, just come on the other one. No problem. If you want to hear more of John talking. And occasionally, Chris. Yeah. You can you can hear me. We have the Six Figures, Two Vehicles, and a Playset podcast. Uh, that one, we have, uh, I think, 14 episodes up right now. And I'm trying to get back in the swing of uploading those. as just like a very intoxicated idea that I had one night. And I just can't get it out of my brain. So we, we take a it's movie fun. or a video game or something that doesn't have a toy line and we make one for it. And it's just a lot of rambly talking about something that we, we like or care about. And we get to look at it through the lens of toys. And I think it's really fun. I liked, I listened to your elf one. Oh, sweet. That was good. Yeah. I think that one turned out well. Yeah. I always, it always makes me feel good when I, I laugh at it when I'm editing it because mm-hmm. like, I think making yourself laugh is usually pretty hard to do. Yeah, unless you're a narcissist, which, I mean, maybe you are. And then, uh, speaking of podcasts, we have this podcast. Yeah, you're listening to it, folks. Did you know that? Did you fall asleep? Are you with us now? Are you in ASMR land? But we we are planning to keep doing this. We have one other episode in the can. We mentioned about our uh, top ten toys of last year. 2022. Uh, So, I don't know how often we'll we'll do this, um, but hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully... You, uh, we made you laugh. We made you think, and hopefully you're gonna come back for more, more toy trauma. 